great. I can be a stay-at-home boyfriend and just sit down, do a couple chores, maybe some housework, like home improvement and all that shit. And after I'm done, sit down, crack a beer, and watch some TV. <laughs> That's lavish, ain't it? Think about it. Just sit at home and be a fucking bum. Welcome back to The Bromar Show. I am your host, Bromar. And in this episode, we are going to talk about a shortage of marriageable men and how broke men are ruining the dating market for women, in which uh, I have a lot to say about that. But before we get into that, let's talk about fake conspiracies. Now, you remember about a month ago that the US Navy confirmed that Tom DeLong, Blink-182 guy, was right about UFOs. And this theory now popped up to my head because shortly after that, you do remember the Area 51 raid was about to happen, but nobody raided that area except for one person. And this is just me throwing it out there, but Tom DeLong is the first and only person to break into Area 51. Otherwise, how would Tom DeLong not be talking about aliens? Because clearly he... <laughs> He spent some time and research in the talks of UFOs and he stated it. And then the Navy was like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's, it's real. Like it's real. <laughs> so the fake conspiracy for this is that Tom DeLong was the only person that raided area 51 and raided before the whole raid happened. I don't know how he did it. Still finding some details more like I'm just throwing shit together, but <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the theory out there. The fake conspiracy that Tom DeLong raided Area 51 before anybody else thought about it. Now, you can honestly Google Blink-182 guy and U.S. Navy, aliens, whatever. You'll get a whole bunch of results and how they all confirmed it and all this mess. So, but I'm just throwing it out there just to go deep into this. So if you have a fake conspiracy to share or talk about, you can DM me on Instagram. You can find my Instagram handle in the podcast description. Or you can go ahead and go to the website and you can submit it there. And I'll read it out next time. So what's one of the best ways to tell the best stories? Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start your own podcast or you want to entertain people or you just want to tell the best stories out there, go to anchor.fm slash start and join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear your podcast and those crazy stories. You want to feed us. Mm. So if you go on Google and search about shortage in marriageable men, you'll find a number of articles. And we have Vice here, a quote unquote reliable source, but we already know it's just the only thing keeping Vice pretty trending right now is 2 chains. I will say that 2 chains makes everything phenomenal and most of Vice's content. So the title of this article written by Vice, it's called, It's Not Your Imagination, Single Woman. There literally aren't enough men out there. And I mean, first of all, before I want to get into it, I mean, to some extent that's true, but it's really not that bad if, I don't know, put a whole lot of thought into this. So John Berger, he's going to be mentioned in many different articles because he was the one that did the research on this about the shortage of quote-unquote educated men. I actually put the quotes in there, but 
So John Berger suggested where women should go if they really want to land a husband and why boys aren't going to college in the first place, yada, yada, yada. So it seems like eh, kind of gold diggerish if that's <laughs> the if they are trying to marry these educated men, sounds more like they just want them for their money, which I mean, look, I get it. You know, women like to be taken care of and all this mess. But if a woman could take care of herself, we don't see ourselves there. We don't have any use, maybe just for companionship, but that's about it. So yeah, it talk about how everyone has that one friend, the beautiful, intelligent, driven woman who, like Catherine Heal in every rom-com, can't find a decent date. And that every guy she goes out with is an asshole, she consistently dates below her league, and she's on the verge of giving up on a committed relationship altogether. And which, again, it's it's mostly her choice, alright? Like, I mean, I get it, there's bad people and sometimes it's hard to kind of read the bad people traits, but I feel like after three or four or five tries, you'll get that shit down and be like, okay, this is what I know is a bad person for me. So not long after your boy John here turned 30, he realized that he and his wife knew a lot of women like that, you know, that were 30, single, having a stable job and career, all this mess, but yet did not have a man. So John Berger and his wife did not have a lot of single male friends left, but the many single women they knew, they all seemed to be buyers stuck in a seller's market. And one of Berger's friends who told a reporter or a journalist to Vice, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> that this lady friend has been dating a guy for a couple of years. And it seemed like they were going on a good path, that they were about to get married and have kids and all that mess. She was in her late 30s, he was in his mid 40s, and she really wanted to have kids, get married, the whole shebang. And he stated that she's amazing in every way. Well, if that really was the case, why didn't, why didn't the 40-year-old marry her? So one day at lunch, you know, your boy John here asked the lady friend about her boyfriend, and her whole mood just changed. And apparently they had broken up, and that they've been dating for over two years, and he said that the guy was just not ready to settle down, according to the chick. And of course, got him thinking, as a former economics writer for fortune and money, how could a man of that age cast aside such an amazing and beautiful woman? And why do all these women have similar stories of incredible female friends trapped for years in dating hell? And why there's so many great single women and where are all the great single men? So, ah man, I had... I have so much content for this. I really do. But I actually want to talk about this whole entire dating hell. Well, first of all, dating is not supposed to be easy. It's hard. Especially if you're trying to upgrade it to a relationship, it's even harder. Relationships take work. It's hard work. It's not supposed to be easy. And majority of us guys kind of acknowledge the fact that dating is a numbers game. And that's why it is important to play these games. That's why they call it guys having game. And women complain about how they get ghosted and it's only just hookups and one night stand and meaningless casual sex and whatnot. And guys not being emotionally invested, etc. yada, yada, yada. Well, that's part of the dating process because guys also face the same shit too. Except that we're like, okay, cool. That was a fun hookup. I like that. But if you think about it, Guys take 
girls out to eat and pay for their dinner and they don't get anything or not even a relationship in which I understand, you know, they're not entitled to all that mess. Same things go for women just because he slept with you or hooked up with you does not mean he is entitled to give you commitment. <laughs> Gosh. How horrible does that sound? But yes, that's part of the dating process. And of course, it is important to research and just really have a strong frame going into the dating game because you're going to get ghosted. You're just going to have people not invested in you. For guys, you just have women asking you to pay for their dates and then straight up dip and ghost you and block you, all that shit. Yeah. We all, we all understand how, how excruciating and how painful this is, especially when we're just trying to get one simple thing. Well, it's not really simple. It's complicated. Continuing back to the story here. So your boy John here, who has a background in economics and statistics, is trying to find an answer. And he wrote a book called Datanomics, How Dating Became a Lopsided Numbers Game, in which I, it, I think it's been a numbers game for a while. And it states that there simply aren't enough college-educated men to go around. For every four college-educated women in the generation, there are three college-educated men. And the result is what he likes to call musical chairs of the heart. And as the men pair off with partners, the unpartnered straight women are left with fewer and fewer options, and millions of them are eventually left with no options at all. So the rest of the article here just goes into detail about the interview and etc. So essentially what it's stating is that, yeah, women run out of options as less educated men are available, which to be fair, there's a simple solution for this, but they are probably not going to follow this advice anyway. And that is to lower their standards a bit. I'm not saying by a lot, but a bit. Maybe instead of going for a college-educated man, go for a uh, trade school-educated man. That, how about that? That's a little... Look, guy still went to school for some reason. Of course, it's to get the hands-on skill he needs. Or she can step down a little bit further. And maybe this is like her cap where it says, okay, I can't go on beyond this, but I'll take it is someone who graduated high school or has their GED. I mean, just that's just as simple. There's still some options there. There's still some hopes. Just kind of open your horizon. And sometimes we think we deserve these kind of people. But let's be real and look at ourselves. Do we really know? <laughs> For example, let's just say, oh, I want a 36-year-old who looks like Jennifer Aniston and basically has the whole personality of her and all this mess, yada, yada, yada. Do I really deserve her? Not really. Come on now. Your boy here is a piece of shit sometimes. Like, I, I made some really messed up jokes. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like, I, of course, I don't deserve Jennifer Aniston or Jennifer Lawrence or what's another Jennifer? Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I don't deserve all these famous Jennifers. Nah. All right. That was the first article there from Vice, you know, talking about how, yeah, they're right that there is a shortage of men, but they didn't include the educated part. If you want to be a part of the Bromar show, if you want to co-host or be a guest, DM me on Instagram in which you can find my Instagram handle on the description of the podcast. The reason why I place it there is because it tends to change from time to time, even though I shouldn't really do that with my Instagram handle. I just want to let you know that you can find it there in case it changes. So again, if you are interested in being part of the Bromar Show, whether you want to be a co-host or you want to be a guest, you can DM me at Instagram.
So now the New York Post talks about how broke men are hurting American women's marriage prospects. And of course, they mention about the new study that may not be surprising to all the single ladies out there and suggest again the reason for these declines of the marriage rate is because the lack of economically attractive male spouses who can bring home the bacon. But oh my gosh, do you realize it's like we live in 2019 guys don't have to be the ones bringing home the dough anymore in fact we just sit down and relax and be the piece of shit stay-at-home husbands or boyfriends that we like to be and i don't know i i really can't see it happening it both ways just because it's i can just see disaster out of this i really can and most american women hope to marry but current shortages of marriageable men make this increasingly difficult and this is according to Daniel Litcher, who is uh, the lead author in a press release for um, the Journal of Family and Marriage. And of course, they threw in about how they investigated all this. Mentioning, of course, your boy John Berger here. And I mean, I get it. Marriage can be an economic transaction because you need a suitable, stable partner to handle this marriage, to keep it together. But thanks to, well, it's 2019, women can be young and independent and not need a man. So it's like, ah, shit, fuck it. Let's just work part-time and do our own thing. So yeah, that's pretty much the summary from the New York Post. And I have another article here written again by the New York Post. And this is how women are struggling to find men who make as much money as they do. So I'm going to actually post the links of the articles in the description. And of course, the first statement is a good man is hard to find, especially in this economy. I, I don't... Uh, I'm going to wait till the end and I'll comment on all of this mess. The country is facing a crisis of broke dudes. And according to new research from Cornell University, it has left successful ladies single and disgruntled. And of course, Daniel T. Litcher, who was the one who posted about the shortages of economically attractive men, he um, wrote an article for the Journal of Marriage and Family, or a study, excuse me. Again, summarizing how the gig economy and the lack of good jobs have contributed to the death of well-to-do dudes. So the fact that women are outpacing men educationally, upending the age-old dominance of the male breadwinner over the past five to ten years. Now, it's the case that more highly educated women are marrying down, says Litcher, and men have to get with the program, in which, honestly, we're totally cool with that. Like, shit, I mean, if, if my girl makes more money than I do, great. I can be a stay-at-home boyfriend and just sit down, do a couple chores, maybe some housework, like home improvement and all that shit, and after I'm done, sit down, crack a beer, and watch some TV. <laughs> That's lavish, ain't it? Like, think about it, just... Sit at home and be a fucking bum. Uh, yeah, it's... I'm not gonna lie. That actually sounds pretty great. So yeah, men, get with the program. Get yourself a young, independent woman that apparently needs no man, but looks like she does because clearly she's trying to find him. So single New Yorker Gina, as just call her Gina, I can't pronounce her last name, has some theories of her own about the fella famine and she finds that generally that dudes these days just do less across the board she's a nurse and practitioner their parents have coddled them and taken care of them and they just don't go out there and make more money 
I mean, I can't really deny that. I mean, I'm actually here with my parents. I mean, I'm working two part-time jobs and they're paying pretty good, pretty decent actually, but I'm trying to get rid of the student loan debt. And of course, I'm not trying to go in a relationship with some debt because that is really unattractive. Trust me. She also stresses that she's not looking for anything outrageous, safety and security as far as finances go, but she is still coming up empty on dates. And she says it's mainly because the men she goes out with don't feel the innate to push to succeed that she does. Like I said, I mean, shoot, she's already successful. Like, why do I got to succeed? Shoot, she, she got everything right there. Yo, we, we switching the roles here. They said that for years, they've always just taken their role in society for granted. And she thinks that they're just getting lazy culturally. I mean, she's not wrong, to be honest, because I work part time in the entertainment industry and part time in the culinary industry. And it's I mean, this is getting me through. It's getting my finances set a little bit slowly. But I mean, this whole economy really changed us. And we have another chick here named Morgan, who is a staff administrator at a South Carolina college. She also says that she is struggling to find a partner on her level. She doesn't even consider herself all that successful. She's just making a living wage and she's comfortable. And she also recently paid off her student loan. So congratulations. But majority of the guys she meets can't say the same. Most of the men she has encountered, they are really underemployed and they can't seem to make a living themselves. And many are widely in debt and intimidated by her stability. Uh, the fuck I'm not? No. If you're, if you got monetary stability, you bet your ass I'm gonna be in that fucking relationship. Now, I'm more than likely gonna take it if, um, again, if you look like Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Gosh, I am so shallow. I really am. <laughs> now, um, Gina here says that she knows it's not necessarily a guy's fault if he's struggling financially. Still, given the circumstances, she had to devise a plan B for her future. If Mr. Wright doesn't come along soon, she may just shack up with some lady friends at her professional level. So, I mean, that's the end of the article for that one. So what can we say about these series of articles? I mean, I can't really deny most of this. However, I've seen some, again, some of these type of women, young, beautiful, independent, and not needing a man, dating some broke-ass dudes, bum-ass dudes. And some, you know, dudes that are just even broke and unattractive inside and out, and they're still dating them. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, they're downgrading because they know it's like, okay, well, shoot, I know that I'm not going to find someone that makes more money than I do, but maybe what if we find someone that makes less money than I do or is broken, unemployed? And to some extent, it does work. To some extent, it doesn't. But I think that this, it, to some extent, it's like, I don't necessarily think is that true because, again, I've seen some women date some really bad dudes like that are just broke, bum, unemployed, out there doing drugs, in and out in jail. You get, you you know, these dudes. And I mean, I, I actually don't have anything against it. I'm like, my guy, congratulations. You, you got yourself, you got yourself some security, my guy. <laughs> Not only that, you get to be lazy. You get to put in little to no effort. <laughs> Even though I just talked about dating and how it's hard to work and it's never easy and shit. But I really can't say too much about it. I mean, the only solution for these women, of course, is just to, 
you know, lower your standards. Don't really expect someone that has a lot of money and is looking like, who can I think? Brad Pitt, Channing Tatum, Matthew McConaughey. I mean, let's be real here. Lower your standards a bit and go for something more realistic, like some dude that's still in trade school getting his shit together or someone who graduated with a GED or a high school diploma. Maybe that's the lowest you could do. If he's a dropout, uh, clearly don't don't go for that that guy. And I mean, as a guy, I'm like, okay, well, I know I can't get Jennifer Aniston, but I don't know, let's go check out the barista down the street or some part-time hostess at a restaurant or some server, some secretary, a receptionist, flower shop gal. I mean, that's just how I think, so. Anyway, let me know what you think about this study. What's your take on it? I'm clearly kind of like, okay, I I see what they're coming from, but I mean, there is some solution to this, but I don't think they're going to follow it. I, I really don't. So let me know what you think. Go DM me on my Instagram or just go to the website and submit your comment there. And I'll feature that in a future episode. Follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Subscribe to it, rate it, give it a thumbs up. And I mean, that's it, what I have here. Really interesting take here. And I mean, let me know what you think. So thanks again for listening. And until next time. Next time on The Bromar Show, we're going to do some deep dives into some subreddits. It's going to be really interesting how it will go down as a podcast. Usually is done better if we use YouTube or somewhere where we can visually see this. But let's see how successful it is using just audio. That will be happening in the next episode of The Bromar Show.